You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 119 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sofia Yagela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Ready Network, part of the Equa Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, Wessa, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Sophia, the October board meeting just wrapped up and it brought on a great new opportunity for the media. Can you share more? Yes. So a little backstory to this new update. So our buyers and members have accounts on westsidetradeshow.com that allow them to sign up for the upcoming trade show. And then also within that account, order additional products on there as well. What kind of products can they order? They can order up to two guest passes and a parking voucher for buyers. And then exhibitors can order furniture for their booth space and also sign up for advertising opportunities, including print ads and sponsorships. By the way, for example, for a podcast and then also additional badges and so on. So now we have created a new user role for media individuals and groups. So to start, everybody has to get accredited for an editorial badge. And then once approved, they can also sign up for press bins and get paid sales badges as well. So cool. That's um, just so great in so many ways. Um, Does this mean that they can also get their badge in advance? Yes, that is one great feature for buyers. But now the media reps actually also have to sign up in advance. We just want to make sure that the line is as short as possible on site at the Westside Trade Show and that only qualified media reps actually receive entrance to the Westside Trade Show. So the badges will be sent out by mail, which allows a quick entrance on site. And we're really excited about this change to the website and that whole new batch ordering process. We just think that it's going to make things a lot more, um, a lot easier for media reps and the badges are actually available now on westsidetradeshow.com. Jerry Bagley's rodeo career began at the age of four when his father, who was a ranch foreman, had him start riding calves. His business career began in college when he began making reins in his college dorm room while enjoying a very successful college rodeo career. The two interests have been intertwined ever since. Somehow, during a full-time rodeo career, which saw him enter the bull riding and up to 175 rodeos each year, he continued to make braided nylon reins for other contestants. And then, when he retired in 86, he devoted his time to building his business, selling rain saddles and other rodeo and equestrian equipment to and through hundreds of retailers throughout the world. This year, He is also being honored as an inductee into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame, sponsored by the National Cowboy and Western History Museum. We talk all about this when Jerry joins us today. Jerry Bagley, thank you so much 
for taking the time out of your busy lifestyle to join us here on the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. You're more than welcome. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today. Well, I'm glad we were able to get the time for our listeners just to bring you up to date. I mean, this is a very busy man. Not only does he have a very successful company making and selling saddles and tack, but he has a personal life that's fascinating. He just got back from riding a horse up Mount Everest. And we don't have many guests who have done that. So congratulations to you. And one more thing off your bucket list, Jerry. Thank you. They give me a little plaque for, I went up about a third of the way as far as I went to the hotel, but it is the, uh, the highest hotel in the world. And they give me a plaque for doing it. I put it right there in my bathroom. So every morning I can look at it to remind me I'm still not too old to do something. Well, you're not too old to do something, and that includes running a very successful business. And I want to chat a bit. You've got a great rodeo career. You've got a rodeo honor coming up, but this is the Wisdom by Wessa podcast, and we have uh, brands and retailers and people interested in the business as our primary audience. So tell us a little bit about your current business, and then take us back to your college dorm room uh, to tell us how this business came about. Well, right now, we are manufacturing horse equipment, which is what I basically did uh, for the last 50 years. Horse equipment, bell racing equipment, using cowboy tack, bell racing equipment, rodeo bull riding equipment. I was blessed when I grew up in rodeo that I was fairly good at roping and riding bareback horses and bulls. And so I was able to bring the products that I knew worked to both ends of the arena. Usually you will find most of the time that one store or one manufacturer makes ropes, one person makes bull riding equipment and stuff like that. I've got to cross over and touch pretty much all of it. Okay. And this started in a dorm room in a college. Tell us that story and then we'll talk a bit more about your business now and then some of the other fascinating aspects of your life. And I want to Casey to jump in here too in a minute because, you know, she and I have been involved in the rodeo business from the marketing side for a long time, but she's also a competitor and I know she wants to chat with you, but let's start your college. You're, you're, you're going to college. You're on the rodeo team. Your dad gave you some money, I think, and you went out, bought some nylon cord and it started from there, right? That, that is correct. I was going to Fort Hayes State in Hayes, Kansas. And I had went and got me a job my freshman year, uh, my first semester in college, riding pins in a feedlot. And it was a cold son of a gun. And uh, I went home Christmas, and Daddy gave me $100 for Christmas. And I asked him if he minded I bought some parachute cord with it. And he told me, it's your money. You can do what you want. I drove to, from Medicine Lodge, Kansas, I drove to Tulsa, Oklahoma, bought six spools of parachute cord, drove back through Wichita, Kansas, and bought some uh, hardware, and I could make uh, three rains an hour and make a dollar a rain profit, make $3 an hour in my dorm room working for myself, and I think if I remember right, minimum wage then was like $1.35 is what I was making in the feedlot, so I've never worked for anybody since. Who are you selling those first uh, uh, rains to? Well, for the first four or five years, I would make them. And when I would go to the rodeos or ropens or calf ropens or 
college rodeos or amateur rodeos. I was kind of like a Vega man. I'd, I'd make them and carry them along on my arm and sell them to the retail to whoever needed a rain. Then, but you had a very active rodeo career. I mean, some of the things I read, you were entering more than 170 rodeos a year. How in the world did you manage to keep building a business and get on a bull 175 times a year? It was just time utilization. That was later on when I got into the pros about five years later from the freshman year in college is when I started my wholesale company because I got tired of just trying to sell retail. And I started a wholesale company. In fact, actually, the only business that is uh, uh, still in uh, going that I first sold to 50 years ago is the Crazy House in Garden City, Kansas. Everybody else's went by the wayside or changed or something like that. It's interesting, the year that I was runner-up to the world riding bulls in 1979, I had started the wholesale company in 1978, and me and one high school kid braided $24,000 worth of reins and head stalls that year. And I went and got on about 200 head of bucking bulls that year also. Did you ever sleep? Not a whole lot, but I was young. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't, don't need to sleep you, when you're young. I don't think you did. Casey, jump in here, because we're talking about a guy who uh, uh, knows a lot about the rodeo arena, as do you. And I think you probably have some interesting things to chat about. Well, I would say an impressive career all the way around. When you're talking about uh, rodeoing, I read somewhere you went to 175 rodeos in one year. That's a lot for anybody that doesn't know. One of the years my husband made the finals in the bareback riding, he went to, I think, 90 some. And that was a lot. But 175 is a lot. And I think it speaks a lot to maybe who we're talking to, Mike, here. This is somebody that is uh, obviously riding up Mount Everest uh, today. So just talk about how that crosses over. That's who you are. It's who you are at the co- at your core, and you, you've continued that. That part of you that was able to muster up the ability to go to 175 rodeos. How does that cross over into business and just the rest of your life, well, kind of? What people don't realize a lot of times is it takes the same thing to win in business as it does to win in rodeo, and the same thing it takes to win a little britches title later on is the same thing it takes to win professional level. And it's just a matter of taking your focus into the next level. And I think one of the most important things is recognizing your own limitations and realizing when it's time to move on to the next part of your life. You are, you epitomize everything good. um, I would say about our Western industry. If I could have, say rodeoed back in the 70s with the cowboys of yesteryear i would have loved every minute of it i love the fact that you're a wessa member i love the fact that you have taken your expertise and knowledge as say a rodeo cowboy but you've been a part of a lot of other good things the justin sports med startup and then where you you know mike kind of touched on the reins and you've teamed you teamed up with martha josie and so so many things, and we're so lucky to have somebody like you to bring that type of mentality into the WESA organization. Well, thank you so much. WESA has always been really, really good to me. It's one of the markets that has survived year after year. When I first started going to the markets, uh, I went to WESA, I think, in 79 was my first year. 
And I went two or three years and I just thought that was uh, what all the markets were like. Before long, I was going to five or six markets a year along with my rodeoing. But uh, they have went by the wayside and uh, Lisa has stayed hooked and been a foundation for a whole industry. And will you be at the Wesson Market in January? Yes, I will. Good Lord willing. News and you're uh, entered up. You're entered up. I'm I'm entered. Yeah, I just (laughs) just got to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd I'd love to meet you. I'm sure Mike would too. I'm gonna have to talk him into going down there in January. I'll start working on him from now. You should. I yes. Let's talk. Mike mentioned this to to me before we started the show. No social media for your company. How do you get the word out? How do you stay consistent in, in these your products? You know, you're still out there with the change of, say, the media industry and the marketing. I have a lot of unique things. I don't try to make the same thing that everybody makes. Jerk lines, for instance, mine probably, there's more people at the NFR using one of my jerk lines than anybody else. It's just a matter, I, I do my very best to produce the best quality product I can produce. I was blessed in that I did rope kids. I've worked on, I've worked ever event in rodeo with the exception of saddle bronc riding. I got on seven head and they like to kill me. So <laughs> I, I That's what my program. husband says too. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I realized that like on a jerk line rope, it has to be a heavy rope that when it comes out of your belt, it'll lay on the ground instead of going zip, zip around the horse's nose and making him run backwards harder. Lots of little things that just a manufacturer that's never actually used the equipment will not realize. Just go for the uh, uh, economy. Like the rope I use costs me almost a dollar a foot. And a lot of people will try to make that same product out of 25 cent a foot rope. And it won't work. Won't work. Good. Sure. So quality and hard work is proof will withstand the times of the ever-changing marketing and media and that gives a lot of hope. I feel like I so many things in our industry were built on those concepts and I feel like sometimes that gets lost. And so I just want to echo what I said earlier. It's so cool to have somebody like you be a member of WESA exhibitor. I, I grew up with uh, my parents were older and they were depression era parents. So I grew up with some very old standards and I I uh, thank God they taught me what a handshake deal was. Yes. I've I've done millions of dollars, literally millions of dollars of business with absolutely no contracts. It's amazing. Uh, We shook hands on it. I'll jump in. I want to talk about your current business now. You do not sell anything besides wholesale. However, we have a lot of retailers who listen to this show. And if one of them is listening to the show and would like to carry your products, how do they go about it? Just get a hold of me on, I'm sure they can find me on the web. I'm not on there, but they can find my address, my phone number, call me. We'll get the information. If they have a tax number, a legitimate business, we'll work with them. When I first started, I bought six spools of cord. I could not have got started if they'd have made me buy a case. And that's kind of the way I've always worked my business. Every store buys at the same price whether they're NRS, Teskies, or a little mom and pop. To me, everybody's on the same playing field. Well, I just want, I wanted to bring that up because, you know, there are probably retailers out there who don't 
carry the product. I'm sure you know, a lot of the big ones and the, the, the well-known ones do, but there can be some mom and pops out there who are listening to this and saying, I think I have a market for that if I could just get some of Jerry's products. So I wanted to bring that up. And then we don't want to let this go by without mentioning the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. Congratulations to you. Oh, I'm so humbled that I got in. I was nominated three times, and it was easy to get through the board, but then the general public votes on it, and this time I was able to make it into the top six. And uh, November 11th, I will be inaugurated into the Cowboy Hall of Fame there in Oklahoma City. Well, I think that's phenomenal, and it speaks to that speaks to your rodeo expertise and your your great career. Your business speaks to your business career. We're so happy that you are part of WESA because we think that we can help and always do help companies like yours bring products to market, but also make people aware of the traditions and some of the background behind the Western industry. And you clearly uh, exemplify that. And I got to ask a question because I asked it yesterday. So you finished Mount Everest. Where are you going next? I hope uh, within a year of October of trying to go to Victoria Falls and down in there. It's the world's largest waterfalls, which is, I think it's in Zimbabwe. It's in kind of South Central Africa. I'm not sure how we get there for sure. I think through Kenya or Zaire, I'm not sure. (laughs) No, but I think it's flatter. I might be able to take a Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Jerry, thanks so much for taking the time. It's a great story. Your personal story is great. Your sports story is great. Your business story is great. And I think everybody who listened to this episode is just going to enjoy it immensely. So thank you so much. And I want, if anybody out there has questions about rodeo equipment or something like that, if they want to get a hold of me, if I don't have it, I can tell them who, who to get it from. Uh, I just will. want to try to make the Western industry better. I'll bet you will. Uh, and that's why it's such a great industry. Jerry, thanks so much for taking the time with us. Thank you to all you folks also. Okay. The show notes and links from today's show are on the wisdombywessa.com website. And feedback, of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on that site. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on wisdombywessa.com. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. WESA, where the industry meets.